0: Lifebuoy Health Soap presents Big Town.
1: Extra, extra hero about the case of the lost and found. Tonight's Big Town story brought to you by Lifebuoy Health Soap. Used in the homes of 14 million Americans. Extra, extra
0: Life Boy Health Soap presents Big Town, the headline stories of a great city dramatically reported by Steve Wilson, fighting managing editor whose creed, as with all great newsmen, is emblazoned on the masthead of the illustrated press. The power and the freedom of the press is a flaming
2: sword. That it may be a faithful servant of all the people. Use it justly.
0: Hold it high. Guard it well.
3: Now,
0: Big Town and Steve Wilson's headline story of The Lost and the Found. The lost and found columns of any newspaper are filled with heartache and tragedy, both great and small. But when a newspaper reporter vanishes, the reason and the consequences may be fatal. And such is the background of tonight's Big Town story that began as Lorelei Kilborn, ace crime reporter, entered the office of Steve Wilson of the Illustrated Press.
4: Percy, may I have your
0: ear for a moment? Sure thing, I my lover. Come in. Perch on my
2: desk and take my mind off these news dispatches. Thanks.
4: I'll try if I can find a corner. Well, throw
2: those dispatches in the wastebasket and make yourself at home.
4: Home is right. I don't believe you have any other home.
2: Home is where I hang my hat, and this is it. What's on your mind, beautiful?
4: Thanks for the compliment, and lend me that right ear of yours. You've
2: got both of them. Shoot.
4: It's about that demon crime reporter and our so called rival, the big town gruesome graphic. Dick Rutter, mm-hmm.
2: what's happened to that headline hound? Nothing trivial, I hope.
4: Dick's missing, Steve. Missing? Mm-hmm. His managing editor's been trying to locate him all day. He's had him paged at every haunt and hangout, but no one's seen him or his hide. Oh,
2: maybe he's off lone wolfing a scoop.
4: Oh, no. Dick wouldn't leave his editor in the dark that long any more than I'd pull a stunt like that on you. Yeah,
2: that's a crazy cub. Might forget he's a reporter, but Dick's an old hand. Phone Slayton on the graphic. Let me talk to him. Laura.
4: Right, Steve. Um, while you're waiting, take a look at this graphic. Yesterday's... Dick's last byline yarn before he vanished somewhere between Tony's bar and grill and the graphic offices. Oh, hello, Mammy. Get me and Emmy of the graphic, please. Yeah, I'll hold
2: on. Oh, well, it's just a rehash of the Lucky Louie rub-out. We ran this in the first final of my poor last.
4: Note that last paragraph, Steve. That's where Dick and in a little private game of dangerous guessing. Read it.
2: Inspector Callahan of Homicide and Puzzle Police may be overlooking a bet and not questioning the banker who backed Lucky Lou. Why that crazy galoot?
4: Uh, hold it, Steve. Maybe he has his boss on the wire. Here you are.
2: Thanks. Hello, that you, Slayton? Yeah.
1: What's the matter, Wilson? Need a lead for that ossified article you call the Illustrated Press? All the news that the graphic won't use?
2: Listen, you Mossback fugitive from the journalistic junkyard, at least we can keep track of our reporters, except on Saturday nights. Where's Dick Rudder?
1: Well, if you can find him, you can have him.
2: Where'd you last hear from him?
1: Night before last, he phoned in from Tony's bar and grill near your place. Then he got hold of something too hot for the wires and he'd bring it in. But he never showed. You got anything? No,
2: Laurel, I just told me you'd been phoning all over Big town.
1: Yep. Imagine me doing that to find a reporter. Well,
2: that's easy. All I'd have to do is put myself in your place and I'd be doing the same thing.
1: Thanks, Steve. But it wouldn't do our hard-boiled reputations any good if it got around. Got any ideas about Rutter?
2: No, I just wondered if it might be tied up with the Lucky Louie killing.
3: Yeah, could be. Got
2: any notions? Well, I might go out and listen to the wee small voices of the underworld. Well,
3: thanks. You got
1: me there, Steve. I don't know enough of the wrong people at the right time. Well, the wrong
2: people don't talk. And I happen to know a few right ones who know the wrong ones and sometimes the right answers.
1: Good. And if you get any right answers, tell me which edition of the Illustrated Press to buy. I'll send
2: you a complimentary copy by Messenger with Dick Rutter wrapped up inside. So long.
1: So long, Steve. <laughs>
4: Now, who's playing guessing games, Steve Wilson? We are,
2: Lorelei. Well, let's go scout our underworld listening post before someone wraps Rutter up in a sheet in the morgue. Oh, my head.
4: Shut up, Rutter stuff some cotton down your throat. Not that gorgeous.
2: My mouth already feels like an army's been marching through it barefooted. Oh, that doorbell gorgeous. Answer it before the top of my head jumps off and flies out your window.
4: Okay, okay. Probably Marty the hoop. But don't get your hopes up trying to get loose.
2: Mm, small chance. And look, if it should be my editor, don't let him in.
4: Oh, if that ain't what you've been hoping for. <laughs>
2: If he should walk in here and find me tied to a lady's love seat, trussed up hand and foot with nylons, the ancient name of Rudder would be viscous. Would be what? Just another word for mud, baby.
4: Well, your boss ain't gonna find you here in my apartment or anywhere else if you don't cut the comedy and tell us what you know about Lucky Louie's 50 grand.
2: Sorry, gorgeous, that's off the record. Look, you better answer the doorbell. Marty the Hooper's liable to think you're putting something over on him.
4: You let me do the worrying about Marty.
2: Hey, what's the big idea, Myra? Why don't you open up? Ah, (laughs) this nosy,
4: newsy character's been keeping me busy.
2: Uh, You done any singing yet?
4: Not a peep. He's stolen for time like he was expecting somebody to show up and get him. Are you sure nobody saw you picking him up?
2: Nobody's seen me trunk him, and nobody's seen me bringing him. You'll forgive me if I venture to suggest you're both nuts, and if you don't untie me and let me out of this charming den of iniquity, a certain character is liable to come knocking through your door like a big, bad wolf.
4: And who do you think that'd be, you lippy newshound?
2: Another newshound, maybe? Name of Steve Wilson of the Illustrated Press. You're nuts, brother. I know all about that wreck Boston Wilson guy, and I know you don't work for him. Right, Marty, but Wilson is a very suspicious character. He's bound to have a hunch I'm on the trail of a hot story, and that's enough to start him on my trail.
4: So what? How's he going to find you, with a Ouija board? Or a
2: swami, maybe. But I'll bet you anything you've got, he will. Yeah? And I bet your life he don't. And the same goes if he does. Now come on and spill it.
4: Talk, you. Marty, cut it out. Put away that blackie. Not
2: doing. You had plenty of time to make him talk your way. Now I'm going to try mine.
4: Cut it out, Marty. I you going to have you messing up my apartment? What the heck
3: with your apartment.
4: <laughs> oh, now look what you've done. You got yourself all excited and you're whooping again. Play off. I'll handle this rudder guy. Got another job for you. What kind of job? thinking about what Rudder said. Said about what? About that Wilson guy coming to look for him.
2: So what? They keep telling you, Myra. Ain't nobody knows
4: we got him here. Yeah, I hear you saying it, Marty. But well, we're going to make sure.
2: How are we going to do that?
4: You're going to go find Wilson. Huh? Yeah. And if you find he's snooping around the dives asking questions, you will get Rudder out of town.
2: Okay, okay. i will go tell a tale on Wilson. But if you ain't got the dope out of this lug when I get back, I'm going to beat it out of him. You hear that, Rutter? You'd better watch your step trailing Wilson, or you'll come back with him trailing you. Never mind me. You keep thinking about
4: what I said.
2: Well, beautiful, here we are. All cozy and alone again.
4: Yeah. Rutter, why don't you get wise? Smarten up.
2: (laughs) What would happen if I did get smart, honey, child?
4: I just might split that 50 grand with you, darling.
2: Or tie one of those nylon glasses around my throat and watch me try to breathe through my popping eyes.
4: Do I look the tiger?
2: You look like a million gorgeous, but so does a tiger.
4: So you don't want to play in my yard,
2: eh? Sorry, sweetheart. I'm not sliding down your cellar door with my hands and feet tied with your nylons. Come on, Roger.
4: How about making it easy for yourself?
2: Mm-hmm. No, thanks, you, Gorgeous. And I never did like raspberry-flavored lipstick.
4: Why, you... All oh, right, you stubborn lug. Huh? Baby, beating the only way to
3: get it. You.
0: Thus, as Steve and Lorelei set out to find Dick Rucker, his captors anticipate the move, and for the exciting developments, we'll rejoin Steve and Lorelei in a moment. Yes, doctors have proved it in 820 scientific tests. Life Boy Health Soap in your daily bath gets skin cleaner. Yes, cleaner than any other leading soap can. That's right. After comparing the effects of daily baths with different soaps, these doctors made this amazing statement. Actually, you are cleaner, safer from B.O. when you bathe daily with Lifeboy than when you bathe with any other leading soap. Here's the reason. Life Boy does more than just remove the grime and perspiration you can see. Life Boy is more effective than any other leading soap in removing the invisible dirt that can form a foothold for B.O. Life Boy gets you even cleaner than the eye can see. Cleaner than the eye can see. Yes, after 820 scientific tests. These doctors say Life Boy's purifying ingredient makes the difference. And this same purifying ingredient actually makes Life Boy milder. Safe even for a baby's tender skin. So enjoy a Life Boy bath every day. You love the creamy rich lather, the wonderful mildness. Get Life Boy tomorrow. Now back to Big Town and to Steve Wilson and Lorelei as they cruise the dark byways and checked with their listening posts on the fringe of the Underworld in search of Dick Rutter, missing crime reporter of the graphic, a rival paper of the illustrated press. Say, boss, what do we got
5: cooking for tonight? A game of hide-and-seek, Harry. Uh, who's hiding from whom and whom are we seeking? Well, somebody's playing
4: button-button. Who's got the button? And Dick Rudder of the graphic is the button.
5: In which circumstances? Is it any skin off our necks? Yes, Harry. In spite of our
2: rivalries, newshounds are one big family and we all hang together so we don't hang separately. Oh,
4: there's Mozart's Harbor Cafe. Slow down and stop, Harry.
5: Hey, Miss Kilpand, you don't think our old pal Mozart would be hiding rudder, do you?
2: No, Harry, but we're hoping he'd be able to give us a lead on rudder and save us a lot of blind man's buff. Come on, all right.
5: Eh, uh, boss, ain't this game getting kind of mixed up? Hide and seek at buttons and hanging together and separate and a blind man's buff?
4: Don't let it throw you, Harry. Looking for rudder is liable to include a lot of things, like don't skip the gutter.
5: Well, if it comes to tagging anybody, leave me and with my trusty monkey wrench. Right, Harry, it may come to that. Right now, you may ask
2: a few of your hacky pals if they've heard any rumors about Rudder. God,
5: I will, Mr. Wilson. Uh, do you want us to get the ladies' addresses dresses or just the telephone number? Both. Come on,
2: Lorelei. Let's go see Mozart.
4: Gee, I hope Harry's right, Steve, but I'm afraid Rudder's off on something much less pleasant than a whooping safari.
2: Right, Lorelei, but I'll bet you're doing us the dollars. There's a woman mixed up in it. One way or another...
4: Mozart's still beating out his blues.
2: Yes, you talk to him, my lovely.
4: Why me? You do things for his tongue. His music does things to me. I wish he'd let somebody back him for the big time instead of wasting his life in this joint.
2: Well, it's his own joint, Laura. Besides, Mozart likes joints. And the lost souls who haunt joints because they're lonesome. Come on, let's go. Talk to
3: him. <laughs>
4: finished, and the crowd cheers not. Hello, Mozart.
1: Oh, hello, Lorelei. Welcome.
4: Uh, thanks, but why?
2: Well, with you around, life laughs, and the leprechauns come out of the trees and dance. Like
3: this.
4: Mozart, that's the nicest thing said to me for a long, long time.
2: Hello, Mozart. Hi, Steve. Uh, what happens when I show up? Well, when you show up, the lights go out. There's a shot, the sound of running feet, and the air is heavy with questions whose answers hide under wet stone. And uh, if you're looking for Dick Rudder, you might try talking to a shape called Myra Winslow. Thanks very much. I guess you've heard. That. I've been asking around. Who is she, Mozart, and where do I carry on the conversation? Well, she's the next chorus dame with Doe who staked Lucky Louie to a fling on a long shot at the pony tracks. And you figure she might think Rudder knows who killed him and got away with her share of the 50 grand Louie picked up at the track. We get the same total,
4: Steve. And where does the moneyed Myra park her mules when she isn't playing with the horses, Mozart?
2: At uh, the big town apartment, Suite 7B, with a terrace. Thanks, Mozart. We'll call on the lady. Let's see if she's entertaining. Good. Give him a Hey,
5: Mr. Wilson, boss. Hiya, Mozart.
2: Hi, Harry. What's the matter,
5: Harry? I ain't exactly sure, boss, but I thought we was going to go hunting this here rudder character. That's Harry. A plan,
2: Harry, and Mozart's
5: just giving us a leave. Well, that's fine, Mr. Wilson, but then how come somebody is tailing us?
4: Who's tailing us, Harry?
5: A runty character with a bark like a kid with a whooping cough, followed us down here in a roadster and sidled up and listened to you and Mr. Wilson talking on a sidewalk, and then he hightailed it.
2: Well, we must be getting warm. Let's go, Lorelei.
5: Now what kind of game are we going to play, boss?
2: I think we'd better go call on a certain lady or we're liable to be playing body, body, who's got Rutter's body. (laughs)
5: Big Town Terrace Apartments. And if you should ask me, it is one classy joint for a hideout.
2: A locality has very little to do with the class of tenants residing there, is Harry? Oh,
4: you're right, Steve. But wouldn't you know Dick Rutter would pick a layout like this for his jam?
2: He would. And I just hope this is it. Let's go in and call on the lady in
5: question. Uh, you want I should stick around, boss? Yes,
2: yeah, Harry, wait here. We'll be out in half an hour.
5: Oh, not at all. And in that case of emergency, I'll come right in after you, wave on my little wind.
4: That monkey wrench is going to get you in trouble one of these days, Harry.
5: Uh, speaking of trouble, I hope you have not forgotten to remember that character which was eavesdropping on your conversation outside Mozart's Jane. No,
4: we haven't
2: forgotten Harry. Unless I'm greatly mistaken, I think we'll meet him upstairs.
4: Are we going right up or be announced, Steve?
2: we are going to arrive unannounced, Lorelai. But if this place has a receptionist, I think we'll stop and buy a little information about our hostess and her guests.
6: Hello. Big Town Paris Apartments sorry, madam. Mr. Oddsley no longer resides here. I'm sorry, madam. He likewise promised me a mink coat, but all I ever seen was a skunk going out the door. Goodbye. Good evening, miss. Good evening, sir. May I be of any service to you?
2: I'd like a little confidential information, if you can spare it.
6: Oh, are you a process server?
2: Oh, no. Sorry.
6: A detective?
2: Sorry, wrong again.
6: Well, don't be sorry. You don't look like one.
2: Thanks. What do I look like?
6: Like you were going to try talking me into something. (laughs) Would you mind? You could always try.
2: All right. What about the young lady in 7B, Miss Myra Winslow?
6: Well, she isn't as young as she looks, and that hair comes out of a bottle.
2: Oh, I never met the lady. There's
6: some question about that, too.
2: I hear she likes horses.
6: Yeah, but she likes men better. (laughs) Have
2: you seen her going out with any lately? No.
6: No. That's funny, now that you mention it I haven't seen her going out at all in a couple of days
2: Has he had any visitors?
6: Not that I know of Except Marty, and he ain't a visitor
2: Oh, who's Marty?
6: He's her chauffeur That's what she says But if you ask me, I think he's really a gangster Oh,
2: thanks very much is Miss Winslow alone at the moment?
6: Well, as far as I know. But there's a service elevator from the garage in the basement. And some very peculiar person had just come in that way.
2: Thanks again. I'll remember that.
6: You're welcome. And are you sure you're not a detective or something?
2: Oh, no. I'm Steve Wilson of the Illustrated Press. And here's something for your trouble. Oh,
6: well, thank you. But that isn't really necessary, Mr. Wilson. I'll keep
2: it just the same.
6: Are you married?
2: Oh, so I've been told to a newspaper.
6: Well, I'm married to the switchboard. So in case you should need anything, I'm here from six to one.
2: i put that down in my little book of the numbers.
6: The name's Cora.
2: (laughs) Okay, Cora, I'll phone you if I need any more information.
6: You're thinking about going up to see that Myra Winslow now?
2: Yeah, but first I'm going out to get my guardian.
6: Guardian? You mean bodyguard?
2: Well, in a manner of speaking, and on certain occasions, you might call Miss Laura Ly Kilburn exactly that. (laughs) again, gorgeous. On you, that velvet job looks terrific. Thanks. Uh, do I get slapped around some more now, or do we wait for Marty the Hooper to come back with his silent slugger?
4: I'm sorry, brother. You're a new type, and I lost my temper. Want a drink?
2: No, mm. oh, thanks, sweetheart. I'll toast thee with mine eyes. The last time I tried one of your cheering cups, I went round and round the clock.
4: I'm sorry about that Mickey I gave you. Besides, I don't want you out cold. I want you to tell me who got Louis 50 grand.
2: The same person who got Louis. Who did? And if I were to say I don't know...
4: I'd say you were a liar. Hmm.
2: I was afraid that might be your attitude.
4: Rudder, I staked Louis to five G's. And he rolled it up into 50. Then somebody rolled the roll off him and rolled him in the ditch. So? Look, I'll still be making money splitting 50-50 with you if you help me get that roll.
2: Untie me and I'll roll it around my mind, beautiful.
4: Listen, wise guy, you've had plenty of time to think it over. Well, i got to walk around
2: and think, baby. In fact, right now I could do my best thinking in a barber's chair. I need a shave. Mm,
4: you'll need more than a barber to fix your face when Marty gets back and gives you a workout.
2: Yeah, i got a notion he likes to work on guys.
4: That's right. He says it kind of soothes his nerves.
2: Incidentally, hasn't it occurred to you Marty might have uh, worked on Lucky Louie? Just for his nerves, of
4: course. Marty, you're crazy. I'm not.
2: Marty works for you. He knew you were staking Louie. He must have known Louie made a killing at the track, so one and one make... Ah, speak of the devil. Shut
4: up. You give me ideas.
2: Hey, ideas like that plus a gun like that can get you the hot seat, sweetheart. you better on timing.
4: Nothing doing, and shut up about your idea about Marty till I see what he's got to say.
2: Okay, gorgeous, but don't say I didn't warn you.
4: Yeah? That you, Marty?
2: Yeah.
4: <coughs> oh, what did you get around to ta- Hey, who are you?
2: Oh, I'm an exterminator, lady, I hear you've been complaining about. Theft. Get out
4: of here! I didn't call for nobody. Who's that one? Uh, Miss Kilburn, my assistant. She specializes in ladybugs. What a (laughs) comedy. The idea you're pushing your way into my apartment. We're looking for a pest known in the bug world as the rudder moth.
2: Yes, quite the pest. Gets into things. You have no idea what he can do to a lady's wardrobe. Oh,
4: I get it now. You're Steve Wilson. Steve, your reputation really is growing.
2: Somebody must have warned her we'd show up.
4: Where are you keeping Dick Rudder, Miss Windlow? Right in my room. However, in case you haven't noticed, I also have a gun. How could we miss? So try thinking twice before getting ideas about taking him out of here till Marty the Hoof gets back.
2: Marty. So that's his name. I thought a little coughing was just the touch needed to get you to open that door.
4: What do you know about Marty?
2: Very little, but we expect to find out a lot more when he arrives.
4: So do I, Wilson. So open that door and we'll wait for him in the other room with your pal Rudder. Aren't you going to a lot of dangerous trouble to get your share of Louis's fifty thousand, Miss Winslow? That's my business. Get going. Open that door.
2: That kind of business can lead to murder. Have you thought about that?
4: Let me worry about that. Inside. Well, hello, Steve and the
2: Lorelei, beautiful as ever. Hello, Dick. You certainly look natural, posed on that love seat. Oh, Steve, is this a spot for Dusty Miller's camera? We'd all be happier if you had a gun. I don't think this calls for gunplay, Rudder. That's what you think. Don't look now, but we've got another guest. That goes for you, too, gorgeous. What are
4: you talking about?
2: By the door behind you, if you look carefully. Yeah.
4: Marty, how'd you get in here?
2: Come in the back entrance before you let these nosy dopes in the front. Give me that gun, Myra, before you get hurt with it.
4: I will not. <coughs> Better
2: girl. Now get over there with the rest of them dopes.
4: Marty, what's the idea? Look,
2: baby. I've been here long enough to hear this red guy trying to put a bee in your ear about me being a guy that's got Louie's role.
4: Wait a minute, Marty. You don't think I swallowed that?
2: If you don't get over there, you'll swallow something else. <coughs> Come on, Miss Winslow. You forgot to learn the rules before you started playing the game. You oughtn't to have kept your nose out of this, too, Wilson. <coughs> yes, you may be right, Marty. But since I'm in, let's play it out. Stay put, wise guy. I got all the chips in this gun, and I'm playing them to win. <laughs>
0: Steve faces a showdown with the desperate Marty. And in a moment, we'll come to the exciting climax of tonight's story, brought to you by Life Boy Health Soap. Remarkable, amazing. Yes, it's all of that. But doctors have proved it. Life Boy, with its purifying ingredient, gets skin cleaner. Stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Yes, after comparing the effects of daily baths with different soaps, these doctors made this amazing statement. Actually, you're cleaner, safer from BO when you bathe daily with Life Boy than when you bathe with any other leading soap. It's Life Boy's purifying ingredient that makes a difference. And remember, this purifying ingredient actually makes Life Boy milder, safe even for a baby's tender skin. So bathe daily with Life Boy. <laughs> Back to Big Town for the payoff in tonight's story of Lost and Found. As Steve Wilson and his companions face a murderous little gunstool known as Marty the Hoop.
2: Stay put, Wilson. I got nothing to lose by plugging a lot of you. So you did kill Lucky Louie to get the 50000 he won on Miss Winslow's bet. Yeah. You named it, Wilson. And that fifty G's is going to take me a long ways from Big Town. Ha <coughs> If you could just get out of this building, Marty... Mm-hmm.
5: You and who else is going to stop me?
2: Half a dozen homicides, armed with Tommy guns, might persuade you. Next you'll be telling me you phoned for them on your way over here. Look, Wilson, I've been trailing you ever since you left the Illustrated Press Office, and you ain't been near no phone. You <laughs> so Forget Marty. We came in a cab, and we had a driver. Oh, yes. Yeah? give a look.
4: Steve, he's, he's got Harry's monkey wrench.
2: What did you do to Harry? Relax. This guy's lucky. He's down in the garage in the back of his house taped up like a Christmas turkey. Well, <laughs> you seem to have it all arranged, Marty. We underestimated your ability. You sure did, Wilson. Now back up and turn around. You better listen to him, Steve. He's a jittery guy when he gets nervous. Yes, I know. Definitely the nervous type. Cut the guff. I got Wilson. Turn around, I tell said... you. You better see a doctor about that cough, Marty.
3: Yeah, quick. Stalling, I tell you. I ain't got all night
2: now. Turn around, Joe. Right, Marty. You don't have to get excited about it. I'll turn around, but first, listen to me. Go on. Get back up there, you that kid. Get oh, sorry, Marty. <laughs> I've just been waiting for this coughing. Get that gun, Marla. Right.
4: I got it, Steve. Carefully, he's still got Myers in his pocket. Thanks,
2: I, I almost forgot this one. All right, Marty. Stop struggling. You'll cough yourself into a shroud.
3: Very neat,
2: Steve. Very neat. But how would you know the guy had coughing fits? Well, a couple of people tipped me off by calling him Marty the Hoop.
4: I didn't have anything to do with Louis killing, Mr. Wilson. You know that. You know I was trying to help find the killer. You'll tell the police that, won't you? I'm
2: sorry, Miss Winslow. You'll have to tell that to the judge when you answer to a kidnapping charge.
4: But I haven't kidnapped anyone. I was only trying to get Mr. Rutter to help me get my money.
2: The name's Dick, sweetheart. Uh, bend down. Take your nylons off my hands and feet. And maybe I'll put in a good word for you. Uh, just a minute, Miss Winslow. Uh, we mustn't disturb the evidence in the person of Mr. Rutter or the graphic... Hey, look, Steve, you can't do this. I got to call my office. Yeah, I rather thought you might want to do just that, Runner. Bye. Uh, yes, Steve. Phone fletch on City Desk. Give him the story and have him send Dusty Miller and his camera over for an exclusive close up of Dick in that love seat.
4: With pleasure,
2: Steve. Hey, have a heart, Steve. You want to cost me my job? i will have my hide. <laughs> Don't worry, Runner. We won't publish the picture in the Illustrated Press. I just wanted it for my scrapbook. Maybe I can get a laugh out of it. All right, I guess you've earned it. But don't laugh yourself sick. Yeah, we'll try to avoid that. Well, I'm...
4: Yes, Steve. While you're
2: on the phone call Callahan of Homicide and tell him to drop by and pick up Marty the Hooper for the killing of unlucky Louie.
0: So ended with the recovery of the stolen money and the subsequent arrest and conviction of the murderous Marty, still another exciting adventure in the newspaper career of Steve Wilson, Lorelei, and the staff of the Big Town Illustrated Press. <laughs> Now, before hearing about next week's story, friends, have you tried Life Boy Health Soap in the big new bath size? Bath size Life Boy is generous, luxurious, gives you mountains of mild, refreshing lather, oceans of bath time enjoyment. Remember, Life Boy in your daily bath gets skin cleaner, stops B O as no other leading soap can. Get new bath size lifeboy tomorrow. <laughs> Next week, the makers of Life Boy bring you a hard-hitting story entitled Deadline at Dawn. Another exciting assignment in the newspaper career of fighting Steve Wilson of Big Town. Don't miss it. In tonight's dramatization, all names, times, and places are fictional. And any similarity to other names and places is purely coincidental. Big Town features Edward Pauly as Steve Wilson, Fran Carlin as Lorelai Kilborn, and was written and produced by Jerry McGill. Now, speaking for Lever Brothers Company, this is Hugh James bidding you good night until next Tuesday night. Same time, same station, when you hear the newsboy calling...
1: Extra, extra hero all about it. The story of Steve Wilson and Deadline at dawn. Brought to you by Boy Health Soap. Another fine Lever product. Extra, extra <laughs>
0: New Rinso with Sodium puts sunshine in your wash. Yes, rain or shine, New Rinso with Sodium gives your wash an amazing new brilliance. You can dry your wash anywhere, and white clothes will turn out not just whiter, but actually whiter than new. And washable colors not just brighter, but even brighter than brand new. It's because New Rinso contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, Sodium. New Rinso is so safe for clothes, so kind to hands. Find out for yourself how new Rinso with sodium puts sunshine in your wash. Only new Rinso contains sodium. Today, more women use Rinso than any other wash day soap in the world. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.